Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, my Carter Cares segment. So a number of issues are on my mind this morning, and one has my blood boiling. I'll get to that in just a second. But one, President Biden snaps at a reporter. You will hear it in just a second. Inflation hits a 41-year high. And the telling part is that nobody really has any idea how or when Things will go back down, back to normal. The average American worker has lost $3,400 in annual wages under Biden due to inflation. Now, one of our listeners to this show, Anne Marie, tweeted me. You can reach me at Dominic TV. And she said, I'm quoting here. Don't forget to mention, Dominic, that inflation is as high or higher throughout Europe. This is not a U.S. or Biden problem. I hear you, Anne-Marie, but frankly, I'm a lot more concerned about what's going on here. Let Europe uh, fix their problems, and Biden should be fixing ours. But that's not what's happening. And now, something I have been telling you folks for months. Oh, Dominic, you're not fair to the Democrats. You're not assessing this correctly. Well, 64% of Democrats, of Democrats, want someone else to be the 2024 nominee. 64%. His own party does not want him. Now, this is the story that has my blood boiling. And Jennifer in Boston brought this up um, the other day. But things are so bad, it's not even shocking anymore. A 14-year-old boy, he could barely wipe his own backside. A 14-year-old boy in Philadelphia is being charged as an adult 
for allegedly beating a 73-year-old man to death with a traffic cone. They thought it was fun. The kids, they thought it was fun. Progressives, this is what you're teaching them. So they chase this old man down, and the man loses his life. And the 14-year-old turns himself in with his 10-year-old sibling. The 10-year-old has been released, but the 14-year-old is being charged as an adult. Don't cry for mama now. Don't cry for your mother now. The third story I'm going to deal with, and I see all of your calls, and we're going to get to them in just one second. I have never had much fondness for limousine liberals. Why? They are some of the biggest phonies out there ever. They are always patronizing, patting someone on the head. They know what's best for you. I would rather, on a personal level, look a man or a woman in their eye and know exactly where they are coming from. Well, a group of African-American leaders are taking on progressives over their attacks on Justice Clarence Thomas. And the fourth story, the Jose Alba case enters the race for New York governor. Governor Hochul better tread very, very lightly. If she's not careful, this could be the beginning of a game changer in the race for governor. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Inflation has hit a 41-year high. 64% of Democrats want someone else other than uh, Biden. This is uh, the New York Times-Siena College uh, poll. And listen to President Biden snapping at a reporter as the president tries to spin, spin, spin. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they don't. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Poor President Biden. I'm sure he's a nice guy on a personal level, but uh, his best day, with all due respect to the President of the United States of America, his best day is gone. And um, I, I just say to those that say, oh, oh, Dominic, oh, look, look at what Trump tweeted. Look at what he tweeted. Look at what he called reporters. Well, how you like me now? Right? There's a rap song, right? Matt, is there a rap song, how, how you like me now? Is that, is that true? That is true. Kumo D. Kumo D. Okay. You see, look at that. Look at that. You're telling me. I don't know. <laughs> well, how you like me now? Right? And so uh, I, I'm going to get to uh, Jose uh, Alba in just one second. But Governor Hoku better be careful because Lee Zeldin can gain ground in this area. He held a midday press conference across the street from Bragg's Midtown office, right, calling for the charges to be dropped. 
Hochul is basically punting. She suggested to reporters earlier this week that she is not looking to get involved in ongoing debates about Alba or Bragg. Well, be careful, Madam Governor, because Bragg could end up taking you down. Hochul said it's not the role of the governor to make those local decisions. Right? And then she went on to say, my opinion is this. We need to continue to do more to protect New Yorkers in this state. That is the extent of it. That is my involvement. No, Madam Governor, it goes a lot deeper than that when you're the only person that can remove Bragg from office. But it's never going to happen because it's an election year. Bragg is the first African-American elected district attorney. And racially speaking, from a racial standpoint, she is not going to touch that third rail of politics, if you will, that hot potato. It is never going to happen. I just want to, I want to, I'm going to get to Justice Thomas in just a second, and Senator Tim Scott. I want you to listen to what he is saying. But first, before I do that, the one that has my blood boiling, the 14-year-old boy, to be charged as as an adult for allegedly beating a man to death with a traffic cone in Philadelphia. He turned himself in in the beating death of a 73-year-old man. This was caught on camera. He will be charged as an adult. Richard Jones has been charged with the murder of James Lambert, as well as criminal conspiracy. Those are some of the charges that he is looking at. And surveillance footage captures four boys and three girls taunting Mr. Lambert, 73 years old, just before 3 a.m. on June 24th. Lambert, Mr. Lambert, he didn't deserve this, was hit several times with a traffic cone and died a day later from blunt force trauma, according to police. The video shows the group, who police believe all to be in their early to mid-teens, running Mr. Lambert, after him down the street while one holds the traffic cone, then throws it at Lambert, who falls to the ground. ground. A girl then picks up the cone and throws it at Mr. Lambert again, still on the pavement. As he tries running away, the girl again throws the cone at him. And again, this 14-year-old and his 10-year-old brother turned themselves in Monday, but the younger boy has since been released The teen is being held on a $750,000 bond at a juvenile detention center. Don't cry for mama now. Don't cry for mama now. Let's go to your telephone calls. 1-800-848-WABC. We'll get to Justice Thomas and some black leaders that are criticizing progressives. 800-848-9222. Bruce in Staten Island, you're up first. Welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. And again, am I on? Yes, you're on. All right, let, uh, let me let me shut my radio. Uh, no, no, Bruce, I don't have time to wait. Listen, folks, it's either you're ready or you're not. Are you there, Bruce? Okay, we're gonna go on to Bruce. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, you got to be here, ready to go. Go ahead, please. Thank you, Thank you so much. All I want to say, all the horrible criminals that uh, that uh, Alvin Bragg's been letting loose, cutting loose, and uh, this poor kid. Because he threw a cone, a rubber cone at somebody, 
that he's going to be charged as an adult. Oh, come on, Bruce. Are you serious? Bruce, well, no, I am serious. Yeah, are, are you serious? How would you like it if that was your grandfather or your father? Are you serious right now? All right, all right okay. I wouldn't like it. Okay. But still, I don't believe he should be charged as an adult. Oh, come on. All right, Bruce, it sounds like it sounds like you've had one one too many to drink this morning or or some medication. But that is ridiculous. I mean, they, they, they basically, without a gun, gun this old man down. You wouldn't treat a dog that way. And you're going to justify all oh, these kids. Are you serious? Are, 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 are you serious here? Let's go to uh, William in Asbury Park. Good morning, William. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Mr. Carter, it's an honor. Well, thank it's you. Been, thank you. The inflation thing, it's part of an overall plan by the World Economic Forum and the Bilderberg Group. What they have to do is they have to collapse the dollar to cause a worldwide crisis. Then they bring us a new currency that's a digital dollar. They're going to call it other things and other currencies. And in order to access your digital bank accounts, it's going to be tied to your cell phone. You have to have a good social credit score. You have to take the vaccinations they want. It's a planned destruction of humanity by the satanic new world order, and it's the mark of the beast, and Alex Jones was right. And I got a point on the kids that beat up that old man as well, if you got time for it. Quickly, quickly, please. Now, this started with the millennial generation, my generation. They gave us the medications. They gave it, they, they, they shipped the drugs in. They, they, they handed us the video games. They handed us the gangster rap and, and uh, the, the grunge rock. And they, they promoted depravity. Therefore, we lost our moral compass. A lot of us did. I see it with some of my peers. I saw it all when I was growing up. That's a part of a plan, too. It's a it's a collapsed civil society. Therefore, they could bring in their one-war government. Okay. They need a crisis to do it. Well, William, I, I thank you for the call. I hear you, but I respectfully, uh, to a degree, disagree. This is what happens when, when you let progressives uh, take over. And, you know, the police are the bad guys. The police have to be controlled. Oh, we want to protest. Oh, you, you you want more welfare? Here, here's more welfare. Um, 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 you, you, you know, you're a victim. Everything was done wrong to you. And thus, uh, oh, oh, kids, you, you don't want to go to school? You don't have a dad? You don't have to go to school. You don't have to go. No, 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 you don't have to go. And then when when then we have situations like this. And this is why I on a personal level commend and have enormous respect for the owners of this radio station, John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis. I was a pal kid. My family didn't have money to eat, didn't have money to send me to summer camp. If it wasn't for the police athletic league in this city, there is no doubt about it. I would probably be upstate in Attica with the rest of my friends right now serving five to 10. I was going to be good at something. It scares me that it it could have been something real good or it could have been something real bad. But because of the police athletically, because of the summer programs and the shirts they gave us and and the the green tote bags and the food when you when you didn't have anything to eat and the, and putting me in chess tournaments 
when I when I was a chess player playing for the citywide uh, PAL team, and on and on and on, learning boxing and so on. And so the owners of this station, they are involved more than anyone else I know in the Police Athletic League. That's the only way you're going to stop situations like what happened in Philadelphia. BJ in Queens, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good for you, Dominic. Speaking up for Doctor for uh, Clarence Thomas and speaking out uh, uh, against all this stuff. Uh, you know, we, sadly, this is the same ground we find ourselves upon. You and I talking about the breakdown of the social order. Uh, it stems fish stinks from the head down. The white liberals, uh, you know, are probably the enemy of society uh, when it comes to this stuff. They've removed qualified immunity from our police. Our police, instead of proactively looking for crime, they're proactively looking at their phone because they're afraid. You know, I, I fear that the cops that came into the towers on 9-11 are no longer there. They won't be there to save us. Uh, it's not just in Philly and this other place. I see these dirt bikes all over the place mowing people, uh, disrupting traffic. They take over all of the streets now in Queens. And uh, in addition, you, you saw this man that was beaten to death uh, in uh, in Oregon in front of his 89-year-old friend, an 82-year-old who got punched in the face three times, and, and he passed away. So um, I don't know. I don't think this is a world that uh, is, you know, I, I mean, we, we, we have a choice. We're at the precipice. You know, do we want to live like this, like animals? Uh, or do we want to, you know, put leaders in office that are going to restore the rule of law and uh, make people proactive about uh, doing the right thing? Well, B.J., um, you hit it on the head, and that is the reality, what you just articulated, of what our world has become. Progressives, thank you for the call, B.J., progressives in our political system have to to go. This was an experiment that went terribly wrong, right? I'm sorry for uh, all the the victims, the alleged victims of police brutality. I'm sorry for what happened. But we can't throw out society because a few people think that the police are bad and they're not bad. They're not bad. Police are there, and I say this every night, I say this every, every night, how good police officers are. Now, I'm going to be very honest with you folks. Justice Thomas, he's not really my cup of tea, right? But he has a right to say on the bench and to to uh, decide a case any way that he feels is appropriate, Right? And so now some black community leaders, and and thank God for them, they are condemning what they are calling racist attacks on Justice Thomas. More than 100 African-American academics and community leaders have signed on an open letter condemning, quote, white progressives for a, quote, barrage of racist, vicious, and ugly personal attacks on the justice. Now, the letter penned by Brown University professor Glenn Lowry, as well as uh, Robert Woodson Sr., the founder of the nonprofit the, Wood- the Woodson Center, decries what they are calling the abominable backlash that followed Thomas's role in ending 
uh, overturning, rather, uh, Roe v. Wade. And so this is a quote. I want you to listen carefully to this. This is a quote. White progressives do not have the moral authority, the moral authority to excommunicate a black man from his race because they disagree with him. Now, this was posted uh, Wednesday uh, on Real Clear Politics. And those, regardless of background, who join in the charade or remain silent are guilty of enabling this abuse. We have a lot of calls. I promise I'm going to get to as many of them as we can. But I want you to listen to Senator uh, Tim Scott on Fox News discussing this situation. I certainly think that the greatest threat to the liberal coalition are black conservatives who stand up and think for ourselves. We, we represent the fact that the African-American community is not a monolithic community. If you could ever break the stronghold that the Democrats have in the African-American community, the entire coalition falls apart. And think about this, Jesse. President Biden's approval ratings have never been lower in the African-American community and the Hispanic community. The last thing people want to see are people like Clarence Thomas, Ben Carson, and myself standing up and making common sense popular everywhere in the nation. And, oh, by the way, we happen to be black. That is a great threat to the entire coalition on the left. So they want to shut it down, cancel Clarence Thomas because he dares to think for himself. But more importantly, don't you think for yourself because they want the price to be so high that you don't ever dare to leave wherever they say you should sit. Amen, Senator. Amen. Because I know on a personal level, right, because I happen to be an African-American, people have this preconceived notion, and they are so wrong, that I am supposed to be deadly liberal to the far, far, far left. Preconceived notion. Some of my personal friends share that sentiment, that I am supposed to be a defender of the far, far, far left. No, I'm, I am a defender of what's right. I go, I make my own decisions on political issues, and I go issue by issue. I've said this before, please don't ever put me in a box, because I promise you, you're not going to be able to figure out where I'm coming from on any given issue. I've got to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to New Jersey, the Bronx, Yonkers, Staten Island, Patterson, New Jersey, the Catskills, White Plains, and Brooklyn. Radio 77 WABC. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no. 2024. But 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Right. Mr. President. Uh, the, the Mr. President, the polls speaks for 
for itself. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not laughing at the uh, president of the United States. I have enormous respect for the institution of the presidency. But, Mr. President, um, um, we'll see what happens. Let, let's put it that way. A number of you want to talk about the Harlem Bodega case. Let's go to our friend Russell in White Plains. Good morning to you, Russell. What's on your mind? Yeah, this reminds me of Twisted Justice. Yeah, that that was not Russell in White Plains. Yeah, uh, I I don't understand. And so, what what do you achieve? And I know I shouldn't waste any energy. But what what do you achieve by calling up embarrassing yourself? I mean, that wasn't Russell from White Plains. But I guess some people, you know, whatever the case may be. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I'd rather talk. I want to talk about the Philly case, you know, because, you know, when you say, well, first of all, bravo to you for uh, feeling the way you did about that. But when, they, when you say that he's being charged as an adult, that real that doesn't really mean anything. All that means is he first of all statutorily he has to be he has to be sentenced as a juvenile. The only thing charging as an adult means is that he's tried in adult court like like an adult is, and also there's the option that when he finishes his juvenile sentence, if he's so bad they can keep him uh, pursuant to an adult sentence. But but ninety nine percent of the time, if not a hundred, that doesn't happen. You know why? Because juvenile sentence is not punitive. It's restorative. It, it's, it's like boot camp. They rehabilitate them, and they're, they're not they, – they, by definition, they, they like the rehabilitation. So they get out, and it's not a punishment. Now, if you want to go down to North Carolina, where a 17-year-old will do 40 years for murder, that's called justice, if you really want old things. But saying, he's, but saying that he's being tried as an adult it's really a meaningless thing, don't you? You know, you know that I'm sure, right? Well, I I hear you. I hear you. We'll we'll see how this all plays out in in the uh, in the courts. Um, frankly speaking, Larry, I don't care what he's tried as, uh, as long as he goes before justice and the others. This 73 year old man, and and they've thank you for the call, Larry. And they've got nothing else better to do. But this is what happens when you let progressives. Come in, you know, I don't know if we call it white guilt. I don't know what we call it. But you let progressives come in, and now the entire country is screwed up. We have a police force that's under attack and being railroaded every day. We have crime out of control. We have uh, bad situations. We have store clerks uh, beaten up by ex-cons and a district attorney charging Mr. Alba and letting the girlfriend walk. Now, you do the math, and we all know how this is going to play out. Bragg is being so embarrassed publicly, he's going to wait a couple of weeks and then dismiss the charges. But if you're Mr. That's no guarantee to that. And if you're Mr. Alba, how would you feel? having gone through what he's gone through, and right now, as we speak, he's under house arrest. And all of a sudden, he's a regular guy working in a bodega. He's attacked by the boyfriend, stabbed by the girlfriend, and now you have major politicians throughout the country mentioning your name 
uh, just about every day. So I understand we have the real Russell from White Plains. And let's say good morning to you, Russell. What's on your mind? Well, hi, Dominic. Thanks for straightening that. That's the real Russell. That's the real Russell. Go ahead. Yeah. I won't even comment on that crazy person. Okay. Uh, But I, I have come to a new conclusion about Jose Alba because, you know, you've been in some street fights. You played football. Did you notice that... That guy, uh, Austin Simon, was kind of moving from side to side when he had the old man in his chair, and he was thinking of punching him in the face a few times. I've been in that bed. There's no doubt about he was uh, considering punching him in the face. Right, and he reconsidered, and then he took him by the neck, and I got the feeling just recently that he was going to take Jose Alba out into the bodega to apologize to the kid for the chips or his girlfriend or, or make a big scene. Oh, no. Russell, so, Russell, yeah, I, I, Russell, I, I just Russell, think Russell, listen, I really, I'm going to let you finish. I really appreciate you, man. But come on, Russell, on it's on tape. He's saying, come outside, come outside. He was going to get him outside and knock him out. That's what his plan was. Well, he, go ahead, Russell. Interpreted in different ways, you know. I mean, I think that this 37-year, you know, I have a son about that guy's age, and he's not a thug like that. But I did have the feeling like he rethought pummeling old Jose Alba, and he was just going to take him out and make him apologize. But I, like I said the other day, that's not the first time Jose Alba stabbed somebody. And and the, as far as the girlfriend defending him, her her boyfriend was getting murdered in front of her, so she was defending him. I don't think she should be oh, prosecuted. Come on, Russell, that, Russell. Well, Russell, I and listen, I really appreciate your calls. I, I really do, and I appreciate your support for the program. But, I mean, come on, Russell. The, the, tape, the tape doesn't lie. How can you defend a woman, a woman where those two are engaged and she's trying to hold Mr. Alba's hand down so he's literally forced to fight with one hand? And then when that doesn't work, the girlfriend who provoked this entire incident the girlfriend then stabs him three times. Come on, come on, Russell. Well, it, it's always easy to blame the woman, and guys do dumb things for women. Like I said, Will Smith did it because his wife was egging him on. I felt no, but, no doubt know. about it. Will Smith, no, Will Smith did it for a couple of reasons. And and like I said, folks, I told you Chris Rock was not going to respond to this because it's a lose lose for Chris Rock in the black community if he comments on this. Will Smith did what he did, because sometimes folks, and Russell, I'm going to be straight with you. I thank you for the call. Sometimes we act like things don't bother us, but for 20 years, other rappers have been calling Will Smith soft and a whole lot worse. Publicly. Publicly. And we don't know what Jada Smith, we do know that she had just been forced to uh, fess up to a, um, a relationship with another man, and it forced Will Smith. Trust me, folks, when you're in public life, sometimes you have to say things that you know are not accurate. That's just the way it is. And Tom Brady has to do it all the time in football. And so she fesses up to this relationship, and he's forced Will Smith to come out and say, well, basically, well, well, we have an open marriage. And I have a funny feeling, this is only my hunch, that considering that Jada Smith is from the hood of Baltimore and, you know, considered somewhat street, she may have been making comments about Will Will Smith, her husband, to his face. And so this was building and 
building and building and building. And then Chris Rock comes along with a joke. And I think for a second, Will Smith forgot that there was a worldwide audience and he had had enough. He had had enough. And that's when he stepped up. And I think when, when he slapped Chris Rock, he was slapping the rappers that have ridiculed him. They've called him gay, soft. They've done records. At the end of the day, they were jealous of his uh, commercial success. But they've called him all types of names, the gangster rappers. And and he had to know. He had to hear this stuff. And so, anyway, it is now uh, 37 minutes past the hour. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. I didn't want to be piggy. I said, I said to Ken, I'm not going to uh, call. You know, I'm not going to go on tonight because it'll be my fourth night. Well, I take I take calls based on. Or I, I try to take I, I, a, a cross section of everyone. But go ahead, Linda. Yeah, no, no, I know, but you had other calls, so I did, I wasn't going to. But he said I should, so you know, I'm forced into it. Okay, so go um, ahead, Linda, please. Okay, now I agree with you. Uh, I disagree. Now okay. about you, you mentioned um, Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I think he and that the creep that was killed. Um, you know, not the same, but the idea is a lot of men especially young men, don't have a lot of confidence in themselves. They are insecure. And when a woman, like this thing, this thing was was egging him on, she's cutting cutting the guy. They have proof now, as you said, they have proof on, on right there. You can see the two of them together going after one man. Now, they can't just dismiss the whole thing. They can't just say, look, here's a crime. Let's all just forget about it. You can't do that because everybody knows about it. Right. Well, well, um, the whole thing, and I thank you for the call, Linda, the entire thing is screwed up. Another example of why Alvin Bragg should not be the Manhattan District Attorney. I mean, he, he should... um open up a social work uh, practice, go go back to school, go to the Columbia School of Social Work, and, and you can help the community in tremendous ways that way, but not as district attorney, not as district attorney. Michael in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how are you? Good. Um, go right ahead, please. I have no idea how you have the patience to talk to some of these Absolutely foolish people. This guy was trying to defend the woman that was stabbing the guy. Wait, 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 Michael. You, Michael, you, your phone is bad. You're going in and out. We can't understand a word you're saying. Are you there? No. Okay. You hear me? Yes, yes. Please don't put it on your shoulder because when you do, we can't understand you. Okay. Okay, so, go ahead. In, in any event, I heard something, and I'd appreciate if you could verify it or dismiss it. Okay, please get the to it, Michael. Cops, I'm short okay. on time. Go ahead. Yeah. The cops that did not arrest that stabbing woman uh, allegedly were black, and they did not want that, that's to ridiculous. That, that 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 That's ridiculous. I mean, c- come on, Michael. I, are, are we serious here? Michael, are, are we? Are we? Michael, Michael, come on. All right. Thank you, Michael. 
thank you for the call. You said that I have tremendous patience. That type of comment is one that I don't have patience for. First of all, it's not just the police. There's an assistant district attorney that signs off on the arrest. The cops don't just get to decide what's going to happen. They're in consultation with the district attorney's office, and then a formal uh, or final uh, decision is made at that time. Now, the cops play a major role in the process, in the process but that that is uh that that is that is ridiculous. Um anyway, we will continue to take your telephone calls regarding the Philadelphia 14-year-old arrested for beating to death uh the man, 73-year-old man with the cone, um Jose Alba's case and how it's entering the race for governor, uh the defense of justice Clarence Thomas. We have a lot coming up. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, our Dominic Carter Care segment. Stay with us. WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. And I feel bad this morning for these workers. A Manhattan bar has agreed to pay $500,000 to current and former employees who claim managers called them cows, remarked on their underwear, rubbed against them, and used racial slurs to refer to colleagues. The bar, sweet and vicious, maintained what the state attorney general's office is calling a hostile and discriminatory workplace. And on a lighter note, I just found out what the term honey trapping is. And honey trapping men is a practice where on social media, women are paid by suspicious women to flirt with their boyfriends or husbands online to see if they will take the bait. So, word to the wise, <laughs> no flirting on uh, social media. <laughs> we are dealing with a number of topics. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Oh, gee, Dominic, you had your hands full tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I know, it's hard. Um, what amazes me is that Biden, with the inflation and all this other stuff, blaming blaming the Ukraine when they're not at fault. Look, here's the problem. It's not just the inflation. It's the gouging. You've got hundreds and thousands of stores indeed. that are just out. Excuse me? No, indeed. Indeed. I'm agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, they're Phil. gouging the hell out of you. And and you know what hurts worse? You got people on food stamps who just barely have enough money to eat every month. And the stores are, are altering their scanners to overprice the item purposely. People don't look at receipts. And what happens is the price of food here in the Bronx, it's going through the roof. You get a bag of peanuts for 99 cents. It's now marked $1.49. It doesn't make sense. The companies who make the stuff, package it, sell it to the retailers, sell it to the supermarkets, they're gouging them. And the supermarkets are gouging the poor people and the public. The thing is, that it's not just the inflation. 
it's people have the attitude, well, if there's inflation, I might as well rake in more money. And that's wrong. That's dead, dead wrong. And, Phil, you are accurate in your assessment. That is exactly what's going on. You have retailers and stores, I thank you for the call, that are gaming the system. And they're piling on to increase their profits while uh, the the rest of us are, are going down. Rose in Flemington, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening. Um, I want to say a quick thing about this whole situation with uh, our economy being up and down and in and out and our families and, and young people being beating up old folks in the street. It just breaks my heart that we have become so divided in this country that we need more. We have a, uh, an agenda right now in our court to create more unwanted children. Uh, so wait, I'm, Rose, Rose, when you say we have an agenda in our court to create more unwanted children, what does that mean? It means that they're not being brought up and, uh, mm. you know, they're just, they're just popping them out like, uh, more cannon fodder for the military and such. Mm-hmm. It's it's very sad. I don't really see as young people necessarily being guilty, uh, and I don't necessarily see older people. I mean, hey, I'm 74 years old. Wow. And I grew up at a time when, you know, we behaved ourselves and we didn't act out like this. But it's also very sad that we have a, a court which is so – just itching to create more unwanted children who don't have any upbringing because they're economically disadvantaged. I don't know what the answer is, but it's heartbreaking to see our country. It's such a state of frenzied uh, disintegration, for lack of a better word. Mm. Hey, Rose, um, I, I don't I don't mean to sound like I'm not sensitive, but but. It sounds like you were starting to go down that road of, you know, you the person bears no responsibility. And, no, and, no. And that I do not agree with. And and to be honest with you, Rose, I don't buy into – things are tough. I don't buy into the, you know, economically disadvantaged. Nobody was poorer than my family. Believe me when I tell you. Um, you know, but but it's either you want success or you don't. And if you want success, are you willing to pay the price for it? And that is the bottom line. And many of these kids, thank you for the call, Rose, they sit around and there's no supervision at home or very little supervision. And they're being raised by MTV and Kim Kardashian, who is a, what, a a millionaire close to being a billionaire. And they think what they see in terms of the rap videos, let's not forget the rappers now. I'm not going to blame them, but the rappers talking about the hood, the hood, and they live in Beverly Hills now. But they're rapping about the hood, the hood. And these kids believe it. They believe it. Rappers that are in Beverly Hills rapping about the hood and how bad things are, and the, not just the rappers, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian is equally um, to blame for a lot of uh, what's going on. And I'm, I'm a fan of um, Matt, help me out, the girl from the Bronx. Um, I like her, but uh, 
the, the Latino girl? J-Lo? Not J-Lo, the younger version. Cardi, Cardi B. B. Cardi, Cardi B. B, right? What's Cardi B's claim to fame? Her claim to fame is to pretend that she has no smarts at all. Notice I said pretend. Notice I said pretend. Yeah, because she's shown already that she is smart. She's very she's smart. But, but her persona is one of physical in nature, right? And she plays to the stereotype of what men want to hear. But that has an impact, and I think the last caller, but that has an impact on these girls that are coming up. I, I railed against the state senator uh, on doing a handstand with a Bailey bikini on twerking. And someone asked me what's twerking, and it's a good question. And it's, so it's like uh, your buttocks are moving in rhythm, you know, you're shaking your your buttocks, and it's it's more to it's more something to that some some notice I didn't say all that some women do to um, appeal to men. But you have a state senator with a with an Ivy League education from Brown, and she's on her head upside down with a bikini on, barely covering her private parts, and she's twerking. Now, what message do you think that sends? In a second, Frank Morano's going to join me. Let's go to Mark in Patterson, New Jersey. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? How you doing, Dominic? Pretty good. I hope you're well. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, you kind of stole my thunder as to what I was going to originally say, so I'll switch a little bit. Okay. Which is... I think a lot of our problems, and all of these things you've been discussing tonight, has to do with um, Shakespeare's old saying that uh, the, star, the, the, the fault lies not in our stars but in ourselves. And if I could paraphrase that, not in our politicians but in ourselves, because we choose them. And unfortunately, these days, we choose them based on so much ignorance. And I think that at, at a fundamental level, it's this ignorance that is the cause of all our problems. I'll give you one quick example. The lady who called a couple of calls ago who was talking about the Supreme Court wanting to produce unwed babies clearly has never taken a civics course, despite her age, as to what, is, what does the Supreme Court do, which every citizen should know. You, know, you don't have to be a lawyer. How a, what, what does a court do? Uh, all they ruled, just you know, to take that case as an example, was that uh, whether or not uh, abortion is to be permitted is something that every state has to decide. They didn't take a stand one way or the other. As far as they're concerned, every state could permit it, every state could forbid it. Um, right, I, I, I hear you, but the broader point, Mark, on the other side was that it was um, something that was national in scope and that they feel that supporters of, of Roe v. Wade, that it was taken away. I thank you for the call, and I hear you. You're correct, Mark. Each state will now decide what happens with abortion. Joining me right now, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning Good to morning, you. Dominic. That state Senate candidate won my vote, that's for sure, with that twerking. <laughs> I'm trying to move to her district to vote for her. <laughs> Senator Mack is, is her uh, name. Absolutely. Sen- Senator Mack. So, um... What, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to just quickly get away from that topic. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, so let me <laughs> tell you what's coming up. up. We've got a lot of interesting things. Um, coming up, we, we're going to have our weekly sit-down with uh, Brian Kilmeade, where we'll go through the news of the day. He's certainly got a lot to say 
uh, not only about uh, the January 6th commission and everything that's happening in Washington, but also he's something of an expert when it comes to sports. We'll pick his brain on that as well. It is Thursday, so we're going to do the AC report. I was just out there over the weekend, and uh, we'll explore some of the interesting development projects that are happening there. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this interview in the 1 o'clock hour. I'm going to be joined by a gentleman named Edward Bell Bruno, who worked for NASA for many years. He's an artist, a mathematician, and a scientist. He is an expert in something called dark matter. I don't even know that I understand what dark matter is, but... I'm told that Dr. Bell Bruno will be able to explain it in a manner that even I can understand. So we'll now, get into what, it. One more time. It's dark. Dark matter. What, why it's got to be dark? <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything is uh, everything is a racial issue. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to the telephone calls. You select the next call. All right. How about uh, Danny in New Jersey? Good morning, Danny. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, Dominic. Hi. Go oh, right listen, ahead, please. Uh, about this grocery store thing, uh, if somebody's trying to kill me, I'm going to kill them. I mean, there ain't no two ways about it. But I want to know, was this bag of potato chips for a little girl or the woman? We believe that it was, it's been reported, Danny, that the chips were for, were for the, uh, the little girl. But what I'm confused about, and because I I didn't know you could purchase potato chips with a uh, EBT card, I, Frank. I maybe you know a little better. Yeah, um, I you can. It's oh, not, you can you can't okay. buy a soda, but you, they do let you buy potato chips apparently. Okay, okay, and and Danny, it didn't go through, and Mr. Albert tried repeatedly uh, to to have it go through, and it didn't. And what the girlfriend claims was that he snatched the uh, bag of chips from the little girl. And that's what infuriated her. And that's when she went and uh, got the boyfriend, and we know how it all ended. I thank you for the call, Danny. Let's see here. Let's go to Eric in Manhattan. Good morning, Eric. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Hey, guys. Good morning. Um, Dominic, the woman that tweeted in um, about the inflation here, but it's all over the world, so it has nothing to do with what's going on here. Um, if we're if one day we're, we're a net exporter of oil and Biden's running on putting them out of business and then up upends everything, it's going to send ripples all over the world. And I don't know if you guys heard for the first time, foreign heads of state and officials are, are attending CPAC because they're con- so c- concerned about what's going on. So I didn't hear if you responded to her. I don't know if you went easy on her or what. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was just a little. It, well, that that's it's something. Crazy. Hey, Eric, I thank you for the call. That's something that you often hear from supporters. Of uh, of uh, President uh, Biden. Um, so, for example, the other day, Frank, a caller took exception with me about his gaffes, uh, pointing to the the issue that he has with uh, stuttering, mm-hmm. the historical issue. But in his heyday, it didn't seem to be an issue. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at the debate that he had 10 years ago with Paul Ryan, I mm-hmm. mean, he put Paul Ryan to shame. I mean, and uh, there was no uh, there was no gaffes in that debate, nothing worthy of uh, what we're seeing now anyway. Right. Let's squeeze in one more call. Milton in the Bronx. Milton, you got 20 seconds, literally. Go ahead. It's Melvin from the Bronx. Oh, Melvin. It says Milton. People need to realize that in the state of New York, there is no law called self-defense. It's called justification. And you got deadly force 
Okay, Melvin. Uh, okay, what's your point? I don't have time for a lecture right now. What, what's your point? The point being this: that the gentleman that's in the storefront, the so called, the the had no business coming back in there, and judge bags only going by the law, and on DA bag. You got to go after the judge. The DA is only doing what was what the law. Okay, is. all right. Okay, okay, Melvin. I thank you for the call, folks. Keep it right there, Frank Morano, on the other side of midnight. Coming up, I'll be back tomorrow.